my god, dude. When you reverse like when he's like when when Kumo enters the briny bit. <laughs> I almost said it. I almost said it. I was thinking of Brian. Boof. <laughs> not that one. Not that one. <laughs> the Briny Bumper. Beef Barrel. Barrel. Hey folks, welcome back to the Deck of Many Friends podcast. It's Sol, your DM, and last time on the Deck of Many Friends, Kumo enters the briny barrel and confronts the Godbearers, launching into action immediately, sending his ruffians to attack. But the presence of a chronomancer slows his assault, and Koshu takes action, leaping over the upturned table to strike first when the ruffians make contact with the god bearers they fade from existence pure illusions and when Kumo can finally react to all of the action happening he steps away into the crowd and disperses into five copies of himself they emerge from the crowd and rush towards Koshu. And that's where we ended the episode. Let's tell a story. Hey folks, it's Ollie here. Just want to interrupt myself for a quick update. First, if you haven't seen all the hype around us opening up our Discord, check it out. Open up your browser and go to domf.chat and join the other many friends. Revel in the banter and all the campaign discussions. Also, we revamped our Patreon and made it a little bit simpler to choose one of three tiers. For just five bucks, you get a fancy Manny the Beholder sticker, exclusive access to patron-only Discord channels, and the ability to submit items for use in the campaign. Every penny donated graciously is spent improving the podcast, giving us the opportunity to bring you more and more. Keep an eye out for goals and special offers coming really soon. We're working on it can't stress enough how much it means to us and how important it is to keep the podcast afloat. Check it out at patreon.com slash deck of many friends. Okay, back to it. Now once again, let's tell a story. Koshu. Five instances or clones of your brother start to converge as he stands back in the back. What you assume is the real Kumo stands in the back as five different copies of himself start to charge towards you individually. As the first comes within striking distance, you raise your katana and he stops. I've been following you for a while, brother. And he disappears into a black mist. And the second comes and stops face to face. You've got quite a wake in your path. And he disperses. And as the other three start to come towards you, they halt 
and the one in the center steps forward and calls out to you. Now, can't we be civil? Just have a conversation one-on-one or five-on-five. What do you do? He looks over at the rest of the party. Raval, you see Raval's kind of face of fighting and tenacity and that grimace he gets when he's in combat sort of relaxes and he he kind of glances really quick at the other two and then looks at Koshu and kind of gives a nod and slowly approaches behind uh, Koshu because I'm assuming or is as uh, Kumo and his copies are they between us and Koshu or are they on the other side of Koshu yeah so holding his double bladed scimitar looking ready just in case he's going to slowly approach and get kind of shoulder to shoulder with Koshu okay Bitsy, what are you doing? I'm going to pick up Garble, and I'll follow as well. I'm assuming he's small enough I can carry him. Right? Oh, yeah. He's, okay. he's like half your size. And the bear will follow me. I'm going to go stand next to him. Okay. So th- not threatening. I d- I'm not holding a weapon or anything. I'm just carrying Okay. Tell Driss. He's going to look around at the rest of the party. Uh, uh, his gaze lingering on Garble for a second and say, well, if we are going to avoid burning this place to to the ground, uh, this is the way we need to do it. Garble kind of wipes his face on on Bitsy's the the side of her tunic, um, kind of trying to wipe away his his beady little tears. Um, And he looks up at Teldris and says, Still gonna burn. Hush! Okay. And he buries his face in Bitsy's side. And everybody... What, are you gonna approach with the rest of them? Yeah, I'll, I'll sidle up to the, to the rest of them. Okay. Kumo steps forth, and his clones stand at the ready, daggers in hand. Now that's better. Before we get into this real fast, can Raval try to spot the dart that fell on the ground? Roll perception. 17. As you're stepping beyond the the table and you get close to where Koshu is standing, you notice the dart sticking straight into the wood. It's there. Easily reachable. Cool. Okay. Okay, so Kumo leans in and says, No, that's better. Can't we just talk, brother? For now. Hold on. This should be a private conversation. And the two clones that remain spin and a black mist starts to envelop the rest of the tavern. You still hear the screams and the the crashing of 
people trying to run from the scene. But you're surrounded in a black circular mist, the center, almost like if you were in the eye of a hurricane, um, as the mist swirls by you on all sides, leaving Kumo and the five of you standing there. That's better. So... I know what you've been up to. Why don't you ask me how my day has been, brother? (laughs) (laughs) I would, but you've been just following us the whole time. What is your game? Uh, yes. I have been following in your wake. All the destruction that you've wrought. You'd think you were serving the goddess of chaos, not I. You think we do this? (laughs) We run from it. Hmm. Surely. You and she and her fucking giggle are behind (laughs) us constantly. We have been behind you. Mopping up your mess. You and that whore. Where is she? Hiding in the shadows. Like before. Dead. Choose your next words carefully. (laughs) In due time. All that surround you and I, brother is death don't be so naive as to think that we can make friends and the tall one assuming he's dead as well correct Hmm. unfortunate the book where's the book Stitch's book you mean I'm sure she had a name. I didn't bother getting it. You try my patience, Kumo. If I wasn't in one of your tricks, you'd have been dead by now. Her book would wither. Wither? Where? To her grave. Which is where, Koshu? Nowhere you need to desecrate. I had hoped. I didn't need to extract it from you. But no matter. Oh, isn't that normally my job you have me do for you? This sort of extraction isn't information. It's alchemical, which is my job, brother. So, I think it's time to let you know what the world has experienced behind you. And then, maybe you'll give it up willingly. Or maybe she will. 
And he looks over at Bitsy. Steve growls. <laughs> Let's go, Steve. <laughs> the second that you left towards Restinu, I was on your tail. The Haku were not happy with your death. It seems that not even I and my genius are good enough alone for them. We both knew this. We both knew that we were just pawns in their game. I followed you to rest anew. To the lay flower. Through that gypsy's room and back through the tunnel. And then, when the Spider Queen attacked, into the king's bedroom, I crept. It's unfortunate that Presnu will need a new leader. And then, to the forest, those unfortunate ogres and into a cave the bodies that follow your path and the bodies that come back to life in your presence it's astounding brother it was then I realized it was the book I made my way through the path and encountered a lone elf and his bastard fox. And beyond them, a closed city of elves. I stalked them, timed how long it would take me dispatch him and then another group happened upon us this is where I fell behind a satyr a dragonkin a young boy and a master of blades even to challenge you approached I would not have my kill taken from me. So I set a trap. I've only been foiled once, brother. Once. And I have to say, it was nice to take the claw of that dragonkin. He fought bravely, though. The boy died swiftly. But the satyr and his claws were much harder and the blade master came to his aid before I could finish the job and when that battle had ended it was not I stalking the fox and the young elf but they me swiftly a silver blade crossed my back and the jaws of that stupid animal wrapped around my hand. I stood
still have no use of it. He pulls a glove off. And you see as still healing, a large chunk of flesh is taken out of his hand in the mark of a fox mouth. Hmm. She smirks. (laughs) I found my way into the grove then only to find a dead god you my brother have outdone yourself Busy's gonna fall to her knees at that she's just staring at you at this point you think we you think we did this that we killed gods (laughs) I had not intended to give you the credit. However, those that remained behind did. It was your touch. And the touch of the little girl who ended the life (laughs) of the goddess of life. (laughs) Yes. Well played, brother. Well played. This is not our doing. (laughs) Everywhere we have gone, this giggle has followed. And you shortly after it. She. Not responsible. Though I'm sure she would love to take the blame later on when you're well and gone. We are merely watching. And out of the grove, I went down the southern path, only to fall upon a half-dead dragon. Koshu, we would have been the most successful duo of assassins ever if you brought this with you. Where was this tenacity? Slaying dragons and gods. I gave it a wide berth. As you should with dragons. And that's when I saw you. In that funny little cart. I almost had you. (laughs) Almost got your Adesian friend here as well. But no matter. Then, inspired by your dragon-slaying ability, and with a little help from my new benefactor, I took, I believe they're called a faith, the dragon guarding that city of small disgusting creatures and laid waste and brother you are inspiration making a city fall even she was pleased this is not our purpose (laughs) oh but it is It is, brother. 
She guides me in this now. None of this balance. What balance? What balance did we ever bring? It is chaos. The world is chaos. It's never been balanced. Everything we ever did was useless. You know that. Look at you now, trying to save people. I have recently began to see some of the benefits and the balance that we brought. And have you considered that there is no balance? Because we are not dishing it out anymore. We do not keep it. And so, you have fallen into chaos. You... Are you so naive as to think that we alone were keeping the balance safe? I don't know. It's awful coincidence that I don't kill a little girl. And that little girl escapes to become a giggle that follows me everywhere. She has many forms. Sometimes it is a little girl. And I will not lie and say that I don't think she had influence over you even then. But you have made her happy over this time. And I seek to do the same. And she wants what you have. What the whole had. What the little one has. The ability to kill another god. We don't possess this power. Clearly you do. Riddiok lies as a stump. (laughs) You can kill a god, Goshu. There's like a a subtle mist starting to come out of Bitsy. But she's still on her knees. So, now that you know the wrath you have wrought... The havoc, the utter chaos that you have created here, and who you're actually serving. Might we have it? And then together, we will create the most chaos this world has ever seen. I'll even let you bring your friends. Have what? Him. Who? Him. That which runs through your veins. And my unfortunately half-life brother. He. Do you not know? She's gonna look at Koshi. We do not, Kumo. Stop relishing in your knowledge, Sherrod. Um, uh, Teladris is just gonna make, like, a, uh, cutting motion, uh, uh, over, across his neck, like, trying to tell Kumo to, uh, to stop what he's, what he's doing. She finds you interesting, wizard. I find her confounding. 
She'll probably appreciate that. And what about you, Adesian? What about you? Do you know? You seem so astute. I will readily admit that I do not know everything, but I do know that this mission you seek, you will fail. You will not see this chaos rule as you want. There is nothing that has been more clear to me in this journey of mystery and gods than that. Mm. I will ask them. I will ask them. Yes. What of the fox? That mangy beast. That's what you're thinking of now. I'm offering you what the power of, of the a... fox. I don't know. It ran off when I did. I, I... You are confounding. I'm offering you the power of a god and you care about a mangy little fox. Koshu, the power you... of a god if a touch can kill it. Hmm. I have a point. And what of the elf? The timer remains ticking. What does that mean? I haven't killed them yet, Koshu. And you won't? Trust me, you won't. Oh, that's a, a statement, not a question. I don't do well with ultimatums. But maybe you do. You have one here, now. Give him over, or she will take it by force. Who? Who do you want? Tarsus, you fool! I can't give you Tarsus any more than I can get rid of her black spot. (laughs) One and the same, brother. One and the same. In your blood, in her blood, is the god I seek, that she seeks. In that book lied that god, and then wherever it has fallen, it lies still. So you and you are my only options. She's unhappy, and I don't like it. How are we supposed to give him to you? Spell it out. He slides his uninjured hand back behind him and in his belt. He pulls out a syringe. Remember these, brother. Simple. Just an extraction. This is Kiros. Oh no, it would most likely kill you. Well, it sounds like you're here to kill us no matter what. Then take it. Come and take it. And then he drops into his combat stance. Let's make this a little more interesting. He lifts the injured hand and snaps. And the shadows in the wall of rushing wind collapses on 
the six of you. Revol, Bitsy, and Teladris, go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. Must be nice for him to be your brother. (laughs) Sixteen. What do you add to a constitution roll? Constitution. Your constitution. It's the big one at the top. It's one of the big ones at the top. Fourth from the right. Oh. The left. Advantage at all? (laughs) Because I have the black spot. I I think think probably (laughs) you would have disadvantage because you're on your knees. I did. I didn't ask this time. Um, uh, <laughs> got a seven. Okay. I got a twelve. Are the bears here? Do they need to make saving throws? <laughs> is that a concentration? I'm pretty sure that's a concentration spell, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. They, Stephen, Eustace are gone. Sorry. You poofed her bears. I did poof her bears. Uh, she poofed her bears when she fell and started crying. Bye, bye, Steve. You were good. Don't forget about Eustace wasn't really the other one. That I I already forgot about. Don't forget about about the one I forgot about. Every family has one. Somebody should remember it. I I said I got a sixteen. The three of you are washed in blackness. Does that mean we can't see? Yeah, you can't see. Uh, I was getting to that. Even with dark vision? (laughs) Even with dark vision. Unless any of you have tremor sense or blind sense, I'm pretty sure none of you do. Um, You are confused. And unable to see anything around you. You may, at this point, attempt to resist that. Um, by casting something or trying to take an action to change that, but uh, this is your one chance to do so. Um, would lesser restoration work on that? No. 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 I'm 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 going to tell you as your DM and your friend. No, lesser restoration will not work for this. Um, but I'm not gonna. I'm I'm gonna let you burn spell slots from now on. So. Uh. So by. Take an action to to get rid of it. You mean just like find your way out, like dispel it, whatever you need to do. Okay. Um, can I? Um, if I were to cast a mage hand, could I know as I'm moving around if it's colliding with things? I'm pretty sure that you can feel anything that the mage hand feels. No, actually, no, you can't. I don't think it has nerves. I think it just grabs things. If Right, yeah. It's just, uh, can, can I tell if it's being... No, I think impeded? you have to be able to see that it's grabbed something or run into something. Or I, don't, I don't think you can tell whether it's... A, it's a good question for, like, Jeremy Crawford or whatever. <laughs> I mean, one of those rules people. Revol. Well, being that Revol is just a simple soldier, um, he doesn't have any spells or anything. Revol's going to uh, close his eyes and focus really hard on listening to what's going on around him. Hey, go ahead, Romy Perception. 
18. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll resolve what you can hear. Sure. I'm going to do something potentially stupid. <laughs> but it's all I have. Awesome. <laughs> potentially awesome. Game-breaking. <laughs> yes. Is it just a darkness spell, yeah? I don't know. Have you identified the spell? <laughs> you know that you can't see. Yeah. Okay, so darkness, right? Um, <laughs> she's going to attempt to produce flame in her hand so she can see in a 10-foot radius. Awesome. It doesn't harm me or any of my equipment, so it will not start a fire because <laughs> it's in my hand. That's what it spell says. Not the hand part, but... Okay. We'll resolve that in a second. <laughs> Koshu, now, between the two of you is about five feet of space. Oh, I don't... I'm not blinded? You're not blinded. He has wrapped the two of you in this eye of his dark storm. And he says, This place reeks of sweat and beer. I think something a little more at home makes sense here. He reaches out grabs you by the shoulder and in a flash a blink you stand in the forest north of Hedrick's Point the spot that you had isolated the little girl where you were tasked to end her for the balance the spot where Kumo first betrayed you. This is better. And he steps back and draws a dart from his belt and launches it through the air. And that's where we end today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, awesome. Awesome. <clears throat>